Parenting is not an easy task. It can be incredibly rewarding, yet also quite demotivating, all in the same hour. One parent sums it up like this. The funny thing about kids is, they are the reason we lose it and the reason we hold it together. Welcome to episode two of Children at Heart, the UNICEF South Africa podcast. In this series, we focus on the big issues concerning the rights and protection of children, especially those directly impacted by the coronavirus. It's April 2020, and South Africa is currently under a lockdown in a bid to slow the spread of COVID-19. As a result, children are on the longest unplanned holiday that's not really a holiday. The grown-ups around them are stressed and anxious. Jobs are at risk. Access to resources is limited. And worst of all, there's no bestseller guide to parenting under lockdown. But help is on the way. In this episode, we speak to Gloria Causa, UNICEF Child Protection Officer, who offers timely advice on how to keep calm and parent under lockdown. She also shares great tips for those of us living in constrained spaces. If you're not a parent, keep listening anyway, so you can encourage a parent you know who's too busy trying to keep it all together to find time to listen to a podcast. This episode is called Parenting Under Lockdown. Gloria, hello and thank you for joining us on Children at Heart during a time of national lockdown. Yes, thank you, Navilia, for having me today. You know, as much as it's a scary and tough time, it's also not a perfect opportunity to be here and talk about, you know, some useful parenting tips. So, Gloria, COVID-19 has completely altered the way we are doing life at the moment, at every level of society. We're all feeling the impact in various ways. But I think the people who are probably feeling the pinch of the lockdown most acutely our parents and caregivers now their children are at home for an extended period of time. We've been seeing memes and messages and posts of parents desperate for a break already um, or just some ideas for amazing solutions on how to cope with having the kids at home during a lockdown. But before we get to those, let me just start by asking you, how can parents, how can parents and caregivers talk to their children right now about COVID-19? Fortunately, um, UNICEF um, has been working with the Parenting for Lifelong Health Initiative to provide parents and caregivers some tips in managing during this pandemic. Bring them on. Bring on those yes. tips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, so it's important that we're willing to talk to our children and in an age-appropriate manner. You know, we know that they would have already heard something, you know, about COVID-19 from school, um, their neighbors, siblings and so on. And so this is an opportunity for us to actually sit our children down and be honest and open, you know. Yes. So you may be asking, how does one do this? Exactly. You know, so, you know, you allow your child to talk freely, ask them questions and this will help you gauge on how much they already know. Um, answer some of the questions that they may have. And you must be true, truthful and honest about it. 
Hmm. And we must also remember to do this in a way that is age appropriate. Okay. Um, and a way in which they will understand. And if you don't know the answer, be honest. <laughs> um, it's also an opportunity for both of you to actually sit down and look at reliable sources of information to find out more about COVID-19, what it is, and how you can prevent it from spreading. Fantastic. Stress levels are at an all-time high. I mean, we, we've never been prepared for something like this before. What are some of the practical things that parents can do to manage stress levels and keep calm? Okay, so this is a very important question that you are asking. And it's important for all of us to practice self-care during this time. Parents need to take care of themselves um, so that they can better support their children and their families. Okay. And one way in which we can do this is finding someone that we can talk to about how we are feeling. You know, it could be a phone call, you know, to a friend or a family member and, and expressing your feelings. It could be talking to, you know, a family member within your household um, that, you know, you know that they will be there to listen and validate your own feelings. Very good. Another thing that you could do is, you know, find some time out, you know, <laughs> to relax. <laughs> it's hard, I know. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, when everyone is asleep, you know, you could just take a pause, you know, you know, uh, you know, take a few deep breaths, reflect about your day, reflect about how you are feeling. And this will also give you a time to be calmer. Um, mm. Another thing that you could do is find something that you that is fun that you can do during the day, just okay. to keep yourself, um, you know, sane. sane <laughs> and, 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 and and you know, yes. So it's 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 about taking care of yourself so that you are able to take care of others. Very good. Now, as a parent myself, um, sometimes, I mean, there's lots of advice out there and sometimes you're not sure which advice to follow. Some say stick to the schedule and keep the routine as far as possible. And others say these are unusual times and children might feel scared. So be a bit more relaxed. I reckon it's probably a fusion of these. Um, but mm. what are two of the two or three things that parents and caregivers should maintain or continue doing right now under life unusual? As you said yourself, it's important to have structure. And if you haven't created um, a daily routine for yourself and your children, I think this is a time in which you do that. Um, we know from evidence and studies that, you know, having a daily routine helps create boundaries and structure. Yes. And these in turn help children to feel a, a little bit more secure. Um, and that's that's needed right now. Hey, that feeling of security is quite needed right now. Exactly. Exactly. And as we're talking about um you know, developing these routines and structure. It's also important to involve your children in planning these, you know, and they're also more likely to follow <laughs> the routines better if they know that I sat with mom and dad or with grandma and grandpa, whoever in the household who's the main caregiver, and that they developed sort of a, a calendar of events of what to do on a daily basis. 
And I think children also know what it is that they like to do. So you can also include some of the fun things that they like to do, whether it's, you know, skipping outside for 10 minutes <laughs> Lovely. or, you know, um, singing a song or dancing, you know, to their favorite music. You know, you could always Wonderful. have a, a daily, you know, dance challenge, oh, you know, just fantastic. to keep things active and fun and engaged. And this is a way that you don't necessarily have to have money to keep busy. But it's using the current resources. I know families who love to sing together. So it's yes. also, you could spend 30 minutes of, you know, singing a song. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things that, you know, you could do as parents and children that you both like and include it into a daily schedule. Hi, my name is Nikki. I'm a mom of three from Soweto. I hear in the news and all the advices of the professionals um, advising us on how to keep our kids indoors and keeping them busy with whatever to do in the houses. But this is a bit difficult when staying in the township. We don't have big gardens. That's if we even have a yard that is big enough to have a garden. So what can a parent do to keep the kids busy during this lockdown? Thank you very much to Nikki for that voice note. So Gloria, in light of South Africa's special challenges, what is a parent to do? <laughs> yeah, I think um, just before I go that I also think that it's important during this time that, you know, we try to keep positive um, and, you know, um, you know, also giving praise when something is done right. Powerful. Um, and I think, yes, you know, so, you know, when your child does something, you know, at the time that you see it, you know, you know, say, well done, you know. Um, I noticed that you washed the dishes and, you know, you did it well. And as much as they may not show that, you know, they feel proud at that time, they're most likely, you know, to do something again. Oh, so it's always important to keep things positive and give praise at the right time. Um, and this is also a way that we reassure our children, um, you know, that we care and that we notice the things that they do. Um, now, going back to your question around some of the things, you know, um, around constrained spaces, I think, you know, knowing the realities that people live in, I think it's important um, that we also start modeling good behavior hmm. and the behaviors that we want to see. Wow. Um, Don't you want to say that again? I think, I think, I think every parent out there just needs to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> so what I need to say that we need to model good behavior and we need to model the behavior that we want to see in our children. Um, and, and it's not something that's easy. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, we know that our children, children see their parents as their role models. You know, so if you practice, you know, um, hygiene and if you have compassion for others, uh, children will learn this, you know, from you too. Um, you know, so it, it's important that, as, I, as you said, as I said, you need to model the behavior you want to see. Very good um, and also, as I also said, you know, it's important to be self-aware and to reflect. 
And it, it's just about you taking time out each day, um, thinking about what you have done, you know. And another way in which you could do it is that, you know, you could sit as a family at the end of each day and talk about one positive thing that you've done and mm-hmm. praise each other for that good thing. Um, and, and, and I think it's also an important way in which, you know, we as families can spend time together and as I said, keep focusing on the positive. Being under lockdown means children have increased screen time and online access. Sometimes this exposes them to online risks and dangers. Be alert. Be aware of your child's online and mobile behavior. Where possible, participate in online activities with them and teach them how to protect themselves online. UNICEF for every child. Now to come to the tricky issue of discipline at this time. As we know, we, we are all out of our normal routines. Children are bouncing off the walls. Parents are losing our cool. It's very easy to act out in anger at a time like this. And we know that in many instances in our country, this can even turn into abuse. You know, we, we think we're disciplining, but it's actually abuse. How, how can we discipline in a more constructive way at a time like this? Yeah, thanks for that. And and as you've said, you know, we also need to be able to um, ensure that there's positive discipline and that when there is a bad behavior that, you know, we catch it early and redirect the children's um, attention to a good behavior that we'd like to model. Um, I think one of the things, as I've said um, as well, is actually stop it when it starts, you know, um, and then you can also find something that you can t- distract them at that time. You know, <laughs> so if your child is screaming and, you know, running around the house and doing things <laughs> that, you know, are <laughs> not really, you know, good, you know, just take the time, you know, um, to, to go outside and say, you know, <laughs> you've done something bad. Um, let's take a walk outside and, and we and we both together come up with consequences, and ah. I think it's 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 also children also know <laughs> that there is consequence. They should know that there are consequences for bad behavior. Um, very, and very this is good. a more effective way in that we actually talk about the, the 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 bad behavior, but also what is a positive thing that you can do out of this. And let the child have come up also themselves with the consequence of that bad behavior, Hmm. you know, so that they also have a time to actually self-reflect and learn from it. That's powerful. That's really powerful. I feel like at the end of this lockdown, if we follow some of these tips, our kids are going to come out with a lot more maturity and self-awareness that they might have had going into this lockdown. Now, childcare is by and large seen as a role for female caregivers. And I know that UNICEF does a lot of work around um, with fathers promoting gender equitable care. What are some of the Mm. practical things that fathers or male caregivers can do or should be aware of during this lockdown period? The the whole emphasis of the the main care program that we have um, developed together with um, our implementing partners and rolled out together with DSD is really underpinned on the value of ensuring gender equality and human rights. You know, so 
it's it's simple things, you know, that men just as women, you know, need to contribute equally um, within the household. You know, and this could be, you know, assisting with household chores, you know, mm. around your cooking, your cleaning, you know, washing laundry. windows. <laughs> the laundry. Yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> doing the laundry, of course. You know, um, assisting with the care of children. You know, we're all sitting at home, so we could, you know, our fathers and male caregivers can assist in feeding the younger children, you know, bathing the younger children, getting them dressed. You know, so it's those small chores, those everyday things that we do that men can get more involved in, Hmm. you know. And, you know, when we also talk about quality time, I think we always think around, you know, it's we always see the mother sitting with the children. Yes. Um, But I think men, too, can do this. You know, they can spend some quality time and, you know, talking to their children. You know, they can also sit and reflect on their day and share how they are feeling. You know, so fathers also just um, as mothers, you know, have an equally important role to play during this time. And I don't think it's around, you know, um, taking away from the work that mothers are doing. Yes. But also for fathers just to get a little bit more involved in the day to day things that we're doing. And especially now, since we're all are in are within our homes, yes. Um, so we can help um, much more in that space. Mm. Very, very good. And I think it's important that we note that this is a stressful time. It's not um, the norm that we're used to. And, you know, um, parents and children alike need to take care of themselves so that they can support each other. And parents out there, as I said, (laughs) take time to take care of yourself. And one of the best ways to actually start taking care of ourselves is to actually get proper rest. So get that sleep routine in for the parents as well as for the kids. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Children at Heart. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Over the next few episodes, we'll cover various issues around how COVID-19 is impacting the lives of children and families. To stay connected, visit unicef.org or follow UNICEF on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.